having spoken until now about the higher category in the love of Hashem called Ava Betanugim, we now proceed to consider the lesser love, Ava Zuta. The second category is a love and desire in which the soul desires, loves and wishes to cleave to Hashem, to be bound in the bind of life, in other words, Hashem. And to be close to Hashem is very dear to the soul, and that is what she desires. It is most grievous unto her to become, heaven forbid, distance from Hashem. In other words, it breaks the soul to be apart by having an iron partition, an iron wall of the forces of unholiness separating her from Hashem. Thus, inherent in the loves, in the soul's love for Hashem is its anxious fear of being distanced and alienated by a partition resulting from things that are opposite Hashem's will. Now this love is latent in the heart of every Jew, even in the wicked, as we spoke about in chapter 18 and 19 of part 1. And it's from this latent love that there is guilt and remorse. So the question is, if they are indeed full of love, why are they wicked? Why can people be so off the beaten path? However, because it is latent and concealed in a state of exile in the body, it is possible for the evil within us, the klipa, to dominate it. And this is the foolishness which causes man to sin. What's this foolishness? We spoke about it. it it's that feeling that no matter what I do, Hashem loves me. Now that's true, but it's a feeling that your actions are inconsequential. That's not true. Your actions are consequential. And therefore, a, per, a human service to his maker consists of strengthening themselves and prevailing over the darkness within themselves to expel it from the body so it has no domination of us, to expel it from our thoughts, our, our speech, and our actions, and from our entire, our entire body. And then we're able to release the neshama within us, that it can be strong and feisty, and that the hidden love will become abundantly revealed in all the powers of the soul, in the mind, through meditation, by focusing how Hashem is the, the foundation of my life, which, which then leads to an incredible desire to cleave to Him, like a child that wants to be next to their father, like a fire that's always defying gravity and going up. And the more you meditate on this, the more you'll have strength and passion and excitement and desire to cleave to Hashem, to do Torah, to, to learn Torah, to do mitzvahs, and through that to be bound with Hashem like a thirsty person who needs water. And we need Hashem's help. We ask Hashem's help to help us release this latent love. We beg Hashem, please, nafshi, take me out of my jail my self-imposed jail, my animal soul, and allow me to fly, to soar with spirituality, that my heart aspire only to Hashem, and that I don't have to fight my rival, which is my desires of the heart. I want to be able to be the boss. He gives an example of like, you know, in ancient times when the polygamy was allowed, so there was this rival wife. You have one wife, and then you have the rival wife, the second wife who's competing for love. He says, no, I want to be the boss. I want to be the sole mistress of the home to rule over it and to rule over the rival wife that she has no opinion. It's quite an interesting analogy. Even though I cannot expel the, the, that wife entirely, I'll still have a bit of foreign desires, as we spoke about in the full first section, that the Benini still ch is always challenged. But at least it's hidden, a state of exile. 
And I'll just make it use for the essential stuff, the eating and drinking. In other words, I need my animal soul to keep me uh, as a human being. But ultimately, I want my passion to be only Hashem. I want everything to be Hashem. And that craving is ultimately what we're also coming to Hashem and Rosh Hashanah. We're asking Him, please Hashem, allow me to desire you and only you.